We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline. Shop hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. You know, when I hear that music, it just sounds big. Like, the NFL's right around the corner. And it is, because we've got Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk joining us. Mike, good morning. How you doing? Joe, what's up, buddy? How are you, man? Man, I'm I'm doing great. I, I got so much to get to, and I almost called you. When something's so good, I want to pick the phone up and call you and privately talk about something but I figured you've got radio talk show hosts that want to do that all over the country, so I didn't do it, Mike. But I, I want to talk. Your article Monday was really good on officiating, and uh, and and the and the characters you talked about. You're right on the money. You you were right on the money. There there is a belief that Troy Vincent really dislikes those officials, and that some of those things you said, and you got it from a really good source, whoever it was, Mike. Well, I mean, the bottom line is the NFL has been officiating games the same way it always has for 100-plus years with evolutions based upon technology. What needs to happen is the owners need to make the investment necessary to tear it down and reimagine it in light of everything that is now available in an effort to get the calls right. And Look, is every call going to be right 100% of the time? No. no. That doesn't mean the NFL shouldn't do everything it can to create the impression that it's doing everything in its power and within its considerable financial capability to try to get every call right. And when Jerry Jones addressed this on Tuesday, because they asked him specifically about our report, his, his point in a nutshell is the two teams understand and agree that there's a chance you're going to get bad calls. There's a chance you're going to get, as Jerry said, a half blind referee. And we just accept that. Well, it's one thing for the two teams involved in the game to accept it. It's another thing for the NFL to be stuffing millions into its pockets from sports books and expect the people wagering their hard-earned money to expect and accept that bad calls are going to happen and it's going to blow your bet. It's going to turn a loser into a winner or a winner into a loser. That's where the NFL has its biggest problem, and there's going to be a reckoning. They're either going to fix it on their own or something's going to hit the fan at some point, and the feds are going to get involved. Congress is going to get involved. There's going to be an agency with oversight of all professional sports. I feel like it's coming. The NFL can delay it by trying to clean up the mess on its own. I just don't think they will because they don't want to spend the money. Yeah. And then I got to ask you, because something happens every time I watch a game and I go, I, I don't know who's right and who's wrong. And the Steelers long snapper moves his head. 
like they always do to check to see if the punter's in position, everybody's set. And they get called for a false start after three or four Patriot players jump off sides. And I sat there like I had no idea. I was like, well, I think think it's going to be a first down for the Steelers. But it wasn't. Did you understand that call? Well, I understand it. It doesn't mean that I accept it because one of the big problems is consistency when it comes to calls like this. We see punters move their heads all the time. He didn't jerk it upward in an effort to induce the player to jump offside. He moved his head, and the player jumped. And it should have been offside. Look, what we see nowadays in the NFL, a lot of sloppiness pre-snap. And whether it's the linemen on the offensive side of the ball jerking their arms and pointing and who's got this guy, who's got that guy, looking back at the quarterback – The left tackles and the right tackles on certain teams will leave a split second early to get into their pass block stance to better protect the quarterback. They look the other way on that a lot of the times. They look a lot of the way, or the other way, excuse me, a lot of times on motion where the guy is going forward like CFL rules. The Dolphins are one of the teams that get away with this. It's all about boosting offense. They look the other way on a lot of this sloppiness to boost offense. So you have a play where it's not even overtly sloppy. It's something we see all the time, and the flag comes out. The inconsistency is stupefying, and it's the kind of thing. And this is what the NFL said 10 years ago when they were against gambling. You know, they were against gambling until they were in favor of gambling, until they realized (laughs) they could make money off of it. But when, when Roger Goodell and the league office fought aggressively against legalized gambling, their point was in an atmosphere of widespread legalized gambling, normal things that happen in the course of a game, bad calls, drop passes, etc. When you have widespread legalized gambling, you're going to have people who think the fix is in. That's what happens in a situation like this. When you see a flag get thrown for behavior that we see all the time before a punt, and it kills a drive that seemed promising, that could have allowed the Steelers to either tie the game or win it, it makes people think the fix is in, even if it isn't. I don't believe it's, it is, but I know in my own experience, the people I hear from, the people I talk to, people I'm related to, you get that more and more now than ever. And I think legalized gambling is a big reason for it. People think the fix is in. Oh, they're trying to do the sports book a favor. Or just this idea that there's some agenda other than getting the calls right. There's some financial edge that someone has that is influencing these calls. And that's not good for anybody. Mike, we've had some teams that have, uh, have been a mess, to, to put it nicely. But this Jets thing that uh, I know we've talked about before, part of the AFC East. So, so we have Aaron Rodgers go on his show, uh, the McAfee show, where he gets paid the million dollars a year. And he goes on about Zach Wilson, what they're doing to him, how terrible this is. And they need to get to the bottom of it. Meanwhile, we got this Joe Beningo from Fan Radio going, yeah, I got a text from Robert Sala. You ought to see what he said about Zach Wilson. Are you kidding me when I said you should play him? Uh, the whole thing's a mess. Like, I thought the Robert Sala thing kind of got downplayed about, like, what are you doing talking to talk radio guys? Like, especially this idiot, I'd never, I'd never call the guy. I'd never talk to him again after that. What was your take on that whole thing this past week? Well, and frankly, no one should talk to him again after that. There's a relationship that you develop where communication occurs and it's understood that that is never going to be used. And that makes the world go round. 
you know, there's a lot of people that I text that I don't openly say the names of the people who text me. And if I go on my show and unload about a head coach, say, oh, you should see the text he sent. Yeah, that, the message to anyone out there is don't ever contact me because you can't trust that I'm right. going to handle that information properly. That was alarming. Everything about the Jets this week has been strange. The weirdest aspect, though, came on Wednesday when Robert Sala said Zach Wilson's the starter again and that he's always believed Wilson gives the team the best chance to win. <laughs> well, then why was he benched right. for two weeks? I, I think, you know, we spent so much time last week talking about how David Tepper, the owner of the Panthers, clearly running that team, micromanaging, dysfunction galore. I tend to think that Woody Johnson may be the one who's screwing some of this stuff up. And I wonder what kind of decisions he's going to make about next year. Cause I think the biggest problem for the jets, and this is good news for the dolphins, how they're handling the disintegration of 2023 is going to put a dark cloud over 2024 and maybe hamper their ability to be as good as they can be next year. You know, if Woody Johnson makes a coaching change, that's going to make it harder to get the most out of the one year they're going to get out of Aaron Rodgers, assuming he only comes back for one more year. If he even comes back, I expect him to dangle that carrot at some point, this idea that maybe I'm going to retire. i got to go do my ayahuasca retreat. i got to go lock myself in a closet <laughs> for three days. I'm going to go eat some magic mushrooms before I decide whether or not I'm going to play next year. He's never said definitively he's coming back. He should say now, I'm coming back next year. So Woody Johnson can say, hey, Jets fans, calm down. Everybody's coming back next year. We're going to have Aaron Rodgers next year. Let's just understand that this year is what it is because of what happened to Aaron Rodgers. Next year is what we're pointing toward, and let's get ready for next year. I, I just think that these next five games could make it a lot harder to set the table the way it needs to be properly set for 2024. So so let me do a follow-up on the Aaron Rodgers, who's got all the key pieces. He's got his own coordinator that he wants. He's be able to bring a veteran receiver in who hasn't done anything at all. You've all you and I have almost done as much as he's done a wide receiver. So he brought in three or four pieces as a receiver – they finally had to bench because of effort and all these things going on. Are they going to be able to say, hey, Aaron, we really want you back, but we, we got to – some of your buddies here have not worked out. We're going to have to let them go. How's that going to work? I think what they need to do is sit down with Aaron Rodgers early in the offseason and say, look, you can have a seat at the table. We'll listen to you, but you're a crappy GM. No more friends, no more family, no more buddies, no more acquaintances, no more people who you're comfortable with already. Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb. He's probably going to want David Bakhtiari next year. The Jets need to be willing to say, look, his best years are behind him. We're not going to make that financial investment. He's going to want Devontae Adams, and maybe they'll want Devontae Adams. I don't know, but they can't let him. But this is the problem, Joe. They sold their soul to the devil when they did this. Not that yep. Aaron Rodgers is the devil. It's just a metaphor, but work with me on this. <laughs> they signed the team over to him. They gave him everything he's always wanted in a team where I'm in control, I'm in charge. And look, he has that injury week one. Usually when a quarterback gets injured early in the season, you only ever see him if he's standing on the sidelines during the game like a Joe Burrow or sitting in the suite like Deshaun Watson was. He's not out there. He's not involved. He's not talking. He's not exercising any influence over what's happening. He's not expressing an opinion about how it's bad that, that this leak got out about Zach Wilson being reluctant to play. And the problem is they got 18 years of knowledge out there about how Aaron Rodgers operates, and they still fell all over themselves to go get him. So this is the mess that they have, and this is what they have to deal with. And so, you know, good luck dealing with Aaron Rodgers in kind of a tough love way where you tell him, 
yeah, you want David Bakhtiari, but we're not going to do it. Yeah, you know what? We're not going to take your, your lead on any of these guys. Oh, and by the way, we, maybe we need a new offensive coordinator. I mean, think about it. Peter King was making this point on PFT Live today. This is a team that's got four touchdowns in 88 drives, and one of them was the Eagles let them score. Right. And this guy's safe for next year. He's the safest coach in America. <laughs> and he's one of the worst. But he's coming back because his buddy's the quarterback. Right. I agree. I've known the guy a long time, and he, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Hey, by the way, the Von Miller situation, um, I, I know she went back on, on her comments, his, his girlfriend and stuff. How does this work out between the league, the legal system? Does Is he allowed to play right away in this next game against Here's Kansas City? what happens. It, yeah, this all goes back to 2014 when we had the Ray Wright's elevator video right. that showed the world what we already knew. It was so it was weird how it took that video coming out for people to be horrified. We knew that he knocked her out in the elevator, but there's something visual about it when you see it, and that changed everything. You take that, you take Greg Hardy, you take Adrian Peterson. Those all happened in about the same month in 2014. The NFL crafted this paid leave, commissioner exempt list. Now, if a guy is formally charged by a prosecutor, formal charges for a felony or some sort of crime of violence. That's when paid leave can kick in. Vaughn Miller hasn't been formally charged yet. Will he be? Well, you've got the alleged victim who says one thing one day and something else the next day. Makes it hard to satisfy the burden of proof beyond a reasonable doubt when the victim has contradicted herself yeah. in her statements that have been made either to police or to reporters. Then the question becomes, what kind of investigation will the NFL do on its own to determine whether or not the initial allegation is accurate. Well, the problem is, what kind of investigation can you do when you have no subpoena power? You, you have no way to compel this person to talk to you. You have no way to get to the bottom of this. You just have to go forward. And they don't have enough to go on to come to the conclusion that he did what he's accused of. There's no formal charges, and there may never be. So they can't put him on paid leave. And he will play on Sunday. He'll be available to the Bills. Now, you know, the Bills got enough other issues to deal with. The Sean McDermott thing from yesterday. What the hell was that? Oh, the 9-11 comments geez. at the team meeting in 2019. I mean, all of a sudden, I felt like the Bills were in good shape coming out of their bye week. But they got some distractions to deal with as they enter these final five games of the season. And McDermott's job could be riding upon not just whether they get to the playoffs, but after that 9-11 story came out, I just wonder how far he's got to get in the playoffs to secure his future for next year. Yeah, no, that uh, a lot of strange stuff going on in that team for looking like they had their act together. Mike, I'll leave you with this. you got to help me out because I still don't understand it. The flex for Sunday night and Monday night football. The Dolphins have an earlier game on Fox with the Cowboys, and we're sitting here as of right now, although I think the folks at NBC and Miami think they're getting that game where it'll get flexed to, to later Sunday night with the Ravens here in a couple of weeks. How's this thing work with Sunday night and football uh, and, and Monday night football and the flex? Well, bottom line, Joe, these decisions are all made by the NFL. This isn't a game that the, the various networks are engaged in and we protect this when we take this when we snatch like like uh, uh, the, the, the office Christmas episode when they snatch their gifts, when they play whatever they called it. Uh, uh, white elephant or, right. or uh, well, you know, you know yeah. I, that episode from one of the early seasons where they just say you snatch this, snatch it. No, the NFL decides who's getting what. And I haven't done a deep dive into the rules, but I've heard enough this year to come to the understanding that by introducing Monday night flexing 
and Thursday night flexing, that has complicated dramatically the ability to do any flexing. And I think along the way, the NFL has realized, you know what? They're still going to watch. They're still going to watch. Like, why do we even need to flex? Why do we need to do it? They're still going to watch. I bet they got good numbers last night for Steelers Patriots. We've had three straight primetime games where it was playoff contender versus somebody who seemed overmatched. And the overmatched team has won three in a row. You go back a couple of weeks, the Bears beat the Vikings on Monday Night Football. So we're getting competitive games. The numbers are going to be significant. And I think the NFL has realized it kind of painted itself into a corner by expanding the flex power. It's harder to do it. So, you know, what have we seen so far this year? We've seen one flex, the the Patriots-Chiefs game taken off of a Monday night. And that might have been a mistake based on the way the Patriots played last night. Wow, so that that's interesting. I thought there was some kind of order where where NBC could go, "Hey Fox, we're taking this from you. I know you got CBS. I know you got it, but we're taking it. We've got that ability." And you're you're saying it's done in New York from the out of the office, huh? That's NFL's making these calls now. Wow. The networks lobby, but I just think it's been complicated by Monday night, Thursday night. You got to protect. Sunday afternoon, those 425 p.m. Eastern games get the biggest audiences of the week. They get bigger numbers than primetime. So it's it's a complicated situation for the NFL, and they've made it more complicated by introducing Monday and Thursday night. And I think what's going to happen is they're only going to flex when they perceive five-alarm fire. We just can't have that game in primetime. And and I think what they're going to conclude after what the Patriots did last night was, you know, Maybe we should have taken Patrick Mahomes and the Patriots out of prime time. Yeah, that's interesting. It's going to be interesting to see what happens here with some great games coming towards the end of the season. Mike, thank you so much, buddy. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. See you. All right, Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk joining us uh, this morning. Hey, we got a lot more to get to. Bradley Chubb, Miami Dolphins outside linebacker, pass rusher. He will join us next. Stay with us. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.